Welcome to Season 3 of The Commons, a podcast featuring researchers, innovators, artists, entrepreneurs, and community builders who are improving the human condition in your own backyard and around the globe. I'm your host, Tom Osha. If you've listened to any episode of this podcast, you do know we focus a lot on innovation districts, the spatial geographies where talent and ideas come to cluster and connect. The Association of University Research Parks is a member-driven organization, and it counts among its membership research parks and innovation districts across the globe who have as their anchor research universities and academic medical centers. This robust organization of several hundred districts comes together once a year in a different city around the world to exchange ideas and best practices in the industry. This year, they're in Toronto, Canada for the 2022 International Conference. They were kind enough to invite the Commons to come and speak with some of their members. So our first episodes of Season 3 will be interviews with park leaders from around the world. I hope you enjoy. This is Tom Osha, and this is The Commons, coming to you live, as you can hear, from the Association of University Research Parks International Conference, which this year is being held in Toronto, Canada. Sitting across the table from me is Sean Flanagan. He is the Director of Technology Transfer for KAUST. And uh, KAUST uh, stands for the King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, if I remember correctly. Yes, it does. And, and so tell me, Sean, because you probably get the award for coming the farthest <laughs> to this AURP. KAUST has been a longtime member. What keeps KAUST coming back to AURP? I think KAUST is constantly looking to learn best practices and, and evolve what we have in our in our community and our research park and what we're offering for our tenants as well as attracting other businesses. So if we want to run a good research park, we have to come to AURP. So maybe taking a step back, KAUST was actually created out of best practices, wasn't it? So why don't, why don't you kind of take us through what KAUST is? Sure. And Ameri- where KAUST is. Yeah, let's <laughs> say it's a, it's a small... Uh, physical Sciences University on the left coast of Saudi Arabia. Um, it's you know we we joke that we the, the town we're beside is is called Thule, and it's a fishing village, much like Shenzhen was a fishing okay. village. And then you introduce technology to the area, and all of a sudden you see growth. But Kaust has been around for about twelve years and was mm-hmm. set up by an endowment from the former King King Abdul, and was there to set up basically to carry out two missions: conduct world class research and promote economic development in the kingdom and beyond. So in our department, KAUST Innovation, we run all of the elements of that second mission. So there's world-class research coming out of the university. It's a graduate-level university only, uh, so just master's and PhD. So we take all the results of that, and we try to make companies out of it. I, try, I say I try to make tenants for, okay. the research, uh, for the research part, as well as working with companies that are there, such as Saudi Aramco has just opened up a a giant applied research facility. So we've got, you know, large companies, small companies, startups, scale-ups. We've got a whole bunch of things in our 2.7 million square meters of space. Okay, 2.7 square meters? 2.7 million. So that is an enormous perk. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> and purpose-built. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at it from, we have traditional mixed-use space, 
in our headquarters building. We've got dedicated right. research space. We've got our entrepreneurship center and co-working space with uh, with other companies, but also labs for companies as they're kind of, kind of trying to get their feel for how much research they want to do. But we're also expanding into technology demonstration space. So okay. using we have a, a section of the park is used to demonstrate a large number of solar technologies that come from our, our solar research center. And that's it's important because getting these things out in the environment and letting them run for months and months and months to see how they interact with sand and humidity and all those things. And we're actually also, we're just running a program now where we're growing algae uh, in a demonstration uh, project to, to look at how viable algae is as a food source for aquaculture and things like that. So it's not just about our technologies, but finding solutions for our partners and solutions for the economy so that we can make a positive impact for the, for the kingdom and beyond. So, so what attracts companies... Is it that continue to be the talent that they want to be around when they come to Kaus? I think the proximity to talent is the number one thing. The footsteps to the uh, the community, and because everybody lives and works um, at the same place, what you have is this proximity that is twenty four seven. So you've got people. You might run into them on the soccer pitch. You might run into them at the grocery store, or you might run into them in the labs or at some of our events that we have at the uh, at the park. But it's it's that proximity which is really driving uh, the, the engagement with companies. So, but that's an amazing opportunity. You've really created a biosphere, right, of, of innovators, the true live, work, play, learn kind of community in which you really don't leave. Yeah, and they and they stay for years, and they, they uh, we've got a high growth uh, rate of people uh, because we had a, lot, a very significant birth rate uh, increase during the pandemic, of course. Uh, but what we have is is a community where people come from over 160 countries and they can, like you said, live, work, play uh, in the same place. The weather's not that bad either. Uh, but also what it, it lets them do is it engages. We've got a lot of the things I've heard about at this conference, you know, diversity. You've got, uh, you know, opportunity. We have probably all the best toys uh, between our core labs and our, our entrepreneurial core labs, which are, you know, driving everything from... Your, your basic 3D printing through metallic uh, uh, printing. But, you know, and then we have a whole host of services. Our our department, Kaust Innovation, we do, like, the stuff I do, IP and things like that. That's great. But we also have a translational grant program for making sure that we're moving technologies through the pipeline faster. We've got an investment fund uh, where we're making investments in a large number of companies. We've got an entrepreneurship training program, which it, it just launched the first ever entrepreneurship in... Uh, Arabic training program, an online program, and 100,000 people signed up, which is amazing. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, and and, and Saudi Arabia is an advanced economy from a a minerals and and, and oil and gas perspective, but it's also the land of of ground floors for for everything from biotech to uh, cybersecurity to fintech to manufacturing. There are a lot of opportunities, and a lot of companies are coming from around the world to see what they can do in Saudi Arabia, and we're a soft landing bet uh, for those companies to be able to come in. Whether they're established someplace else or startups that are coming in, we provide them with an opportunity to get a toehold in the market and see if they want to stay. It must be quite a journey, though. Right, because judging by your your, your accent, uh, we're probably closer to your home than Saudi Arabia is. 
Uh, we're about 300 kilometers from my, my uh, where I grew up, uh, but I'm uh, several thousand kilometers from where I live and work. But yeah. it's a circuitous route. It, I, I came to Saudi Arabia via Singapore, uh, learned a lot there, and used some of those best practices every single day uh, in Saudi Arabia. But I think increasingly after the pandemic, we're seeing with the virtualization of the world, we've got partnerships and opportunities that are purely digital. And we're seeing uh, people who are making their way towards understanding markets via Zoom or via uh, Teams or other uh, other mechanisms. So I think, you know, the, the, the distances are getting smaller. I think the cultural distances are getting smaller as more and more people come and visit. Uh, Saudi Arabia now is a tourism visa, which it never had before 2019. Okay. So more people are coming and seeing. And, and the Arabic uh, people are probably some of the most hospitable and welcoming people that you're ever going to meet in the, in the world. So it's just all part of a very you know, dynamic and uh, thriving environment where practically two-thirds of the population is under the age of 40. Oh, that's amazing. It's a very, that's very amazing. young community. Yeah, yeah. So so the the things that are coming out, right, so the, the innovations that come out of Kaos that come through your office, yep. where, where do they go to the scale? Do they go to scale right there on the campus? Yeah, we, we're part of a, a an entire economic region where we have a an economic city next door to us, which is really meant to be where companies, after they've gotten their toehold, they're doing their their light uh, manufacturing, maybe their MVP and things, they can move over to that location where they can have access to large-scale manufacturing facilities with some world-class companies such as Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer and uh, Lucid Motors is going to be building their okay. uh, their car plant right there. So, there's And then next to that is a port. So we, we, we exist on uh, one of the busiest shipping channels in the world, and we all see this with supply chain issues these days, how disruptions to supplies in one country or another, uh, it's really important to have backup uh, avenues. So Saudi Arabia is really positioning itself as a sanction-free place where you can have manufacturing done that's on the trade routes already. So what's, what's one of the, the biggest challenges you have of kind of working in and I, I guess what I would call a an exotic location, right? I mean, <laughs> coming far away to AURP is maybe somebody from California or or, so, or somebody from Florida. But but this truly, like I say, Kaust has been a longtime member, but it's always kind of been out there on its own. And so what are the challenges you find? I think the challenges are, um, you know, there's there there are some cultural um, uh, misperceptions uh, and there's some some uh, obviously some negative press that exists out there uh, about the region and that creates some stereotypes and i think we try we try to work through those and say look don't judge the country by one or two things come and visit come and see what it looks like come to Kaust and see what it looks yeah. like and then and my boss always likes to say Kaust sells itself uh, but it's it's a beautiful place but i think more so what we have to have is an understanding that we can't just import solutions that exist someplace else, whether it's mm -hmm. Pittsburgh or Silicon Valley or Toronto. We have to learn, engage with people, and then try to find those solutions that work best for us. That's how we've found our success over the last few years, by adapting the best practices. That's why it's so important for us to be here and for us to learn and support organizations like AURP because... It's our lifeblood. It's right. how we can uh, be creative and, and, and adapt for the future. So if, if KAUST has come about by adapting the best practices that's seen everywhere else, it has been able to skip 
a lot of the mistakes, right? <laughs> that were also made in the past, but probably make new mistakes that might actually be running ahead of some other district. So what are some of the learnings you've seen that maybe you can feed back into the ecosystem that others can avoid? Because in a way, you're a bit more advanced than a lot of the parks that are here at AURP today. Yeah, you're right. We don't, we don't have 150 or 300 years of legacy that we have to overcome. Um, and, and we do have access to capital. I mean, it's a, the kingdom has been very generous towards us uh, in allowing us to, to have resources to make things happen. But, you know, in answer to a lot of uh, people's prayers, if they think money is the answer, it's not the answer. I mean, okay. I think access to high quality people is the number one thing and getting people who come for the wrong reason is probably our biggest risk. Okay. People who, right. come, who come to think that there's fast and easy money um, and don't necessarily want to put in the work or don't necessarily understand that they are visitors in a foreign country, mm-hmm. that they have to, they have to appreciate the differences as opposed to um, just recognizing the differences. Yep. And I think that's, that's where we work very hard with our HR par- uh, partners in order mm-hmm. to help uh, both our, the university as well as our, our tenant companies find the right people and, and help them understand what it's like to move uh, to a place like Saudi Arabia. And that's why we encourage so many people to come and visit first. Sure. Because it's a big decision for a company to you know, relocate or open up a department. And, and the best thing we can do, we, we run a program called Destination Deep Tech where we ran a competition in, around the world and came up with 48 finalists for five spots to come and spend six weeks at Coast and in Riyadh uh, to understand what the market opportunities were uh, and are in the kingdom. And we hope one of those five would establish a long-term uh, presence in the kingdom. Well, all five have. Wow. Okay. So that's that's telling. And then it so sure we ran is. that as a as a okay. pilot program, and that's what's now we're going to scale that up so that we can bring even more. And, and we think that you know having companies from as diverse countries such as uh, I think Singapore and France and India uh, coming, it increases uh, the likelihood that we're going to have more learnings, more success for our our local startups, and that we can uh, we can just you know, create that critical mass of opportunity. So it really has had a meaningful economic development impact for the kingdom. Uh, inside of one year. I mean, to have short-term uh, turnaround uh, of, a, of a positive impact and a positive story inside of a year is, a, is a, a, an amazing result. Wow, that's a, that's a great story, and I, and I wish we had an hour to, to keep <laughs> digging into it. But uh, let me ask you the final question I've asked everybody uh, over the last two days. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Uh, you know, I think treating people well and treating yep. uh, people both uh, senior and junior and peers very well and not being adversarial in, in the way that you do things at, at the office is a great piece of advice that I got from a mentor of mine uh, back in my early law school days. And, and I've always kept it with me as being uh, the number one thing. There's a lot of, you can make a lot of friends in this world, uh, but if you're, if you're not one that people want to be working with, then I guess the pathways get pretty short. Well, and it seems like you've continued to apply that for the appreciation of the multiple cultures that you've been able to work and live in. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, Every yeah. single day. Well, that's tremendous. Thank you for coming Thank and you. for sharing the cow story with us, Sean. I'm a longtime fan, first-time caller, so I'm <laughs> glad to be here. Well, glad to have you and hope we'll have you in the future. So uh, my guest this morning has been Sean Flanagan. He is the Director of Technology Transfer for Kaust. Innovation, and this is Tom Osha and the Commons at AURP 2022 coming to you from Toronto. The Commons is a production of Wexford Science and Technology LLC. 
Views and opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests. To view additional material about today's episode or guest, submit questions or story ideas, or to learn more about Wexford Science and Technology, please visit www.wexfordscitech.com forward slash insights. You can subscribe to The Commons on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. I'm your host, Tom Osha. Thank you for listening.